Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, trying uh, to bring some energy up. Weather! Oh no, oh, good no. Christ, no. No! And well, Wells has been muted for the rest of the show. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> is there like a two minute timeout? We put him in the penalty box or something? Yeah, we can. Alright, I'm in. I mean, that, that closet might work actually. We'd shove them right in there. Yeah. Is it football season yet? No. God, it needs to be. I know the NBA just got over. Apparently, this like right around the same time the Stanley Cup got over. And I'm like, yeah, that's so weird that they've pushed hockey back that far. Because when I was younger, I used to be huge into the NHL, and that shit did not go until it was a hundred degrees outside for the playoffs. Yeah, I um, I watched uh, probably two and a half hours of the NBA Finals, and that I'm was sorry. all of the NBA I've seen this year. Yeah. And because I was like, okay, cool, this is the last game. Oh, Golden State won. Okay, cool. Well, the last game will be tomorrow. Oh, it's not for three more days. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Both, you know, the NBA and the NHL are really bad about stretching out, especially, well, the MLB too. All of them are really yeah. bad about stretching out. I'll, I'll, I'll throw out my old man card here and be like, you know, all these people that are like, you know, well, Steph Curry and the Warriors could beat, you know, Jordan and the Bulls or all, any of those teams. I'm like, no. They couldn't because those guys were machines and they knew how to take care of themselves and they didn't just like, you know, and, get hurt all the time. And peds were kind of a little bit more of a thing back then. Hey, man, don't hate the player. I know. I'm just saying. Just saying. Don't make me say I'm Mark again. I mean, <laughs> let, let's let's look at reality. We're talking about peds, not speds. Never mind. And I'm Mark. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, I mean, let's face it. I'm pretty sure Jordan and Pippen and all those dudes were on some shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm I think, not going to argue that they're still not probably the greatest basketball team of all time. But yeah. it was on some shit. Yeah, I mean, you can be on stuff. I don't think that helps you play with the flu. But you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I'm just saying, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I had never until like in the last week heard the phrase booger sugar before. <laughs> like I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, that's that's much my reaction. That's so good. You're talking so about good. like cocaine's a thing. I'm like, you know what? I just heard recently <laughs> booger sugar. Booger sugar. I appreciate the fact that you are not only upset Good at yourself God. or never having heard that, but that you're making it your own personal mission to make sure everybody else hears that. I'm not telling everybody. That's about what it. I appreciate about you. <laughs> it's just something that brought a little light in, into my life. Like, yes, oh, and wow, it just brought a, some light into my like, life. That's a really weird way of uh, calling that what it is. Yeah, uh -oh. right over there? Yeah. The hell is that? <laughs> Which one is it? Is it the east or west? It's the east. Oh, yeah. I figured you wouldn't like the east. Mm. Okay. It's good, but you it's probably not in your wheelhouse. Anyways, that's for after the break. I Let's, learned that math is... Fundamental? Not everybody's strong suit. No, it's not. No. Okay. Did you realize that a large city with a lot of people and a lot of breweries is not going to have as many breweries per capita as a small city with not very many people, but just as many breweries? Yes, totally. Wait, are oh. you talking fractions? I know. That's the devil's math. So, yep. Anyway. All right, so, so what's the story about? So it's basically showing you the biggest cities per capita 
based off of population that actually have the most breweries. Yeah. Okay. Sure. What whopping, you know, like Portland, Maine has 18 breweries per 50,000 people. That's, that's a lot for a little. Yeah. Asheville came second. They were I, was, I would have called breweries. Ash- Here's the one that surprised me. Look at where Greenville is there, Jeff. Number seven. Yep. Ten breweries. I That seems kind of suspect. Per 50,000 people, though. Whoa, you're right. That doesn't make sense. It's not per 50,000 people. Yes, I mean, yes it is. is. Greenville may have more than 50,000 people or less than 50,000 people. It doesn't matter. We can talk off air about the 10 breweries that we think may or may not be considered in the Greenville number. But Yeah, that, that's the one I was kind of like, hmm, interesting. I will say, uh, having been to Bend, uh, that is accurate. It, yeah, is it, not, a- it is not a very populated town, and there are a buttload of breweries. You can walk from one to the next. It's kind of nice. Yeah, that's that's always been like, you know, everybody's like, oh, I want to go to Denver. And I, I would rather go to Bend, to be honest with you, because I know how much beer there is. Anymore? How far away is Bend from Portland? I'm not aware. Uh, that's like three hours, I think. Yo, shoot. Yeah, it's not just a hop, skip, and a jump. Oh, that's a line then. Yeah, like, like Bend to Portland is kind of like saying, you know, like Charlotte to Myrtle Beach. Or, you know, it's like you're on the other end of the state, right? Yeah, I mean, after you did your uh-huh. P&W trip, and you yep. kinda, I know you hated Portland because you're a weirdo, but you I know, think I would like Portland, but I think actually I would like Bend better, to be honest with you. So I would, I would disagree with you because I don't think you would enjoy the Bend culture. The Bend culture is all about skiing and biking. I used to do one of those things for a very, very long time mm. until I hurt myself. Because I'm an old man. You should take an arrow to the knee. You should I have did. checked yourself before you wrecked yourself. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> three hours and 12 minutes. Shoot. A uh, few um, other cities on this list. Sorry, go I, ahead. And, and I'll tell you this. like, like So as we're, uh, spoiler alert, trying to plan Beercation 2.0, we're actually looking at skipping Bend altogether. Really? There's there's good stuff in there, but there's better stuff elsewhere. It's like... Okay. It's, it's I, like and that makes sense. You know, I mean, like, like unfortunately, like a lot of places, it is... It has some stuff that's really good. And so it maybe has some, you would go to number 10 on the list instead. Missoula, Montana. Uh, yeah. That's a little outside of the drive, but um, we've had stuff from Missoula. The uh, Cold Smoke Porter, I yep. believe, yep. Uh, is from Missoula. Yes. But that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I went, Bellingham, I have no idea where that is. I wonder if that's, that might be the, the spot that's over by Microsoft. Bellingham, Washington is not that far away from Seattle. Yeah. Just north. I'm surprised to see Charleston on there, too, at 16. The seven well, per Charleston's not that big of a city. True. But true. they've got a fair number of breweries in the area. Very true. Uh, one that I was really shocked to see on this list, Rochester, New York, at 21. I mean, there's breweries up there, but nothing to write home about. That's ridiculous. I guess sure. there just aren't very many people up uh, there. No, there's not. Live there as well. The Rochester's a pretty decent sized town, though. It's not terribly small. It's not what it used to be, sure. Uh, once Kodak and all that stuff left, right? But I mean, there's it's still pretty decent sized. Uh, let's see, just to kind of round the less rest of this list out. Uh, Twenty five is Cincinnati. Denver is on there. Uh, Longmont is on there. Flagstaff is on there. Okay. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Sure. But again. Like we were talking, it's all simple fractions. I mean, less people, more breweries, duh. That's why Asheville's number two on that list. Well, and without knowing exactly what all constitutes that list, 
you know, when you find out that, oh, well, there's this pizza joint that also makes beer, kind of, and that, you know, if they're counting that in there, that kind of throws <laughs> things off right. a little bit. I mean, if it's a, a, a licensed brewery, then I don't care if it's a pizza joint that makes beer, it's a brewery. Okay, fine. A brewer's a brewer's a brewery. Fight, 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 fight. <sighs> hey, Wells, what's going on with the concert scene? Because you were, a lot of people may not know if they don't follow you, especially on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You uh, you tend it's to go in the tip. Yeah, you tend to go to a lot of shows. I do. I'm probably going to go deaf soon. God, this last is... last week was crazy. I only saw you on like Wednesday night, but I'd seen a show the night before and the night after. Yeah, and you should wear earplugs as I, I instructed you that night. I did wear earplugs that night. You did, but you should always wear them. But hey, I when when always. when your hearing goes, what's on you, buddy? Yeah. But anyways, what's what's happening up in the Cape Fear Wilmington area. Well, so the local craft brewers guild is has a little bit of concern because the city of Wilmington has signed up uh, signed a distribution contract with Adams Beverages to provide the beer uh, at like the city owned concert venues. Okay, and really quick for those yeah. those that are listening that are not from North Carolina, what is Adams? Well, not from North Carolina or Alabama because they operate in both states. But okay. they are Alabama one hundred. They are a. Uh, I mean, they're a distributor. They're a Budweiser uh, aligned uh, distribution company. Okay. So, basically, the local breweries are saying, "Hey, cool, city of Wilmington. Thank you for, you know, such awesome beer venues, but you know." Basically, the city signing up with this distributor that does not carry any local, uh, locally made beer. So you can go to the show, but you can't taste Wilmington. I wonder, and, and I'm, I'm trying to skim through the article here. Does it say anything about the types of acts that are coming? Are these specifically Wilmington acts? And the reason I ask, I mean, like, like I could understand kind of their soapbox about like, hey, where you're promoting this concert that's all about Wilmington music or the surrounding area, like local, small music. But like, if this is a show where it's like, you know, Iggy Azalea and Foo Fighters or something like that, I'd be like, well, okay. I mean, and I get your point, but it's a different market to make that counterpoint. And so as we were at the concert, one of the area, and it was a live nation venue, which I've been to many of, he paid, about, and he paid $35 a ticket for the convenience of being able to buy a ticket. Jesus Christ, yes. Uh, <laughs> but the last show that I went to, um, it was at the outdoor venue part of the Live Nation venue, and there was plenty of craft beer options, including Old Mac and Birdsong. And then the show that we went to last week, same situation. Plenty of craft beer options, including you know local stuff. So while I see what you're saying... About are these Wilmington-based bands or, or, or things like that? But at the same time, when you are kind of locked out and you're through an AB InBev house, uh, uh. I definitely understand from the city's perspective. They aren't necessarily in the. They're not in the beer game. They don't care. Exactly. So we're going to turn it over to someone that can handle this need for us and. You know, one of the largest distributors certainly can do that. It's probably not even that malicious. They probably put it out to bid, and Adams came in and said, "We'll give you the most for the least." Yeah, um, but I can 
also see where the local brewers are coming in and saying, like, you know, this is a city-owned park, and, you know, thanks for supporting local. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I see it both ways. Yeah, I mean, they are correct in raising a stink. Yes. Are they entitled to be a part of this? Not necessarily, but they're correct in raising a stink about this. Yeah, so 100%. It's, it's, it's not really a stink. It's a, we're disappointed, oh, and we yeah. hope you do things differently moving forward. It's, it's the dad voice. Yes. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just, just, just kind of disappointed. disappointed. I really expected more out of you. Gosh, are we social justice warriors or what? I can totally do this online. Wow. Uh, so, what was this? It was... Speaking of doing things online. Yeah, exactly. Think back to what year was that that we got all excited that this beer was finally coming? West 12 hit in... It was either 20, 20... It was 2012, was it not? It was 2012 or 13. Yeah. Because we had heard about this... You know, insanely awesome Belgian beer. And I still have one. <laughs> do you really? I do. Holy shit. That's crazy. I mean, it's like, why open it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it used to be, well, it's still kind of hard to get, but yep. you used to have to either just go to the monastery or you would have to call a phone number. So they have stepped into the modern age now, and you can now order your case of it online. Does not mean... That you or I can order our case unless we're there in Belgium, or if we have a mule to go pick it up. Yeah, for you us. still need a local proxy, local pickup person, but I could at least buy it, pay for it, reserve it online. Yep. Case and of West Flutterin. Yep. Westy Twelve up to two crates of it. Which it is a fine beer. It really is. It is. There are many easily attainable analogs to it. Amen. And. If you are still chasing that elusive whale, like this might be on your top five list. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I still have two that one day I hope to get a hold of. Yeah. And if I don't, I'll live. It's fine. I'm not going to go to these kind of lengths to get it. What are your two? I'm just curious. Uh, Pliny the Younger. Okay. And uh, Utopias. Okay. All right. I mean... And I might be think might be forgetting something, but I mean, like those are the two that. No, I totally, they, totally they, get they it. They have name cachet, and it's just like one of those. Like I probably won't even love both of them, but, but just to check them off the yeah, list. Yeah, I get it. If any of y'all want to help make Jeff's uh, utopious dream happen, uh, visit us at Patreon.com/slash CraftBeerCast. We would love to. Uh, well, yeah, because we I, I know we would, I know where the. Bottles of those things are, but I also know how expensive they are. Yeah, well, that's the South Carolina markup. Actually, that's the Greenville, South Carolina markup. No, I'm talking New York, oh, upstate well, New York. Something. They're just hanging around, sitting on shelves, but they're also like three hundred and fifty dollars. But I think I think they were like two two hundred when they were new, maybe. Yeah. Or I mean, if anybody in the Charlotte area has a uh, bottle of Utopias, they would be willing to split with us. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we just have your ass on the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I could uh, I could I could maybe. Acquiesce to those demands. I'm pimping us out for utopias. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I'll suck your dick. <laughs> no. Well, there was a there was one point where uh, there's a there's a, there's a, a chain restaurant about 45 minutes from from Josh's house, and uh, rumor had it that they were getting some utopias. And Josh and I were talking. We were actually going to leave, and I had to call twice 
because I called once and they were like, well, we're not really sure. And then I called a second time and they're like, oh yeah, that's not us. We're not, the chain is doing it. Our location didn't get any. I'm like, well, I'm yeah. glad I didn't drive first. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just, it's just one of those that. Oh, totally. I mean, that, that would be one of those things just to say, oh, we had the spear. You know, I look back at the, the six years that we've been on the show drinking all kinds of crazy stuff. And so many of the things that I always wanted to try, I've been able to try. I'm so grateful. And it's yeah, absolutely. a very fortunate thing. But, you know, there's always going to be those two. Yeah. I almost uh, commandeered a trip to Philadelphia because uh, Thirsty Monk was getting a, a keg of Plenty the Younger. But that's a lot to do to get a beer. You know, like hey, I, I mean, just, you could go hang out with Mark. Again, <laughs> that's a lot that's to a do lot. for a beer. Like, you know, I'm Mark. Like he, he texted me the other day and he's like, oh, hey, uh, I don't know if I mentioned, but I got a new phone number like three months ago. And I'm like, no, you didn't mention that. I'll, I'll be sure to update my contacts. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I told Josh right away. And I'm like, oh, okay. Ah. And no, he didn't because I had texted him like a month and a half ago about said things yeah. Yeah. and never heard back from him and then noticed in my iPhone he was green. And I know what that means. What does that mean? He's got an iPhone too. I mean, also. no, you're blue if you have an iPhone. You're green if you're a weirdo. What? Yeah, you're green in my text if you're weird and you're not an iPhone user. You're weird. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Shake your head. Anyways, uh, we've talked about this before, but it seems to be coming back. And I actually think this is kind of a cool idea, believe it or not. Kellogg's is launching beer that is made from the leftovers or shit that they would throw out. Basically, they're spent grains. Of Rice Krispies, Corn Flakes, and Cocoa Pops. I don't see that this is any different than a farmer, you know, picking up spent grains. It kind of goes both ways. Yeah, if Kellogg's is going both ways, like whatever. But it feels more like they got pissy because uh, that one one brewery was like, oh, hey, you know, we're... we're, We're making a beer out of this, you know, marshmallow cereal, so everybody pay attention to us. And you know, that became a thing, and they got a lot of publicity about it. And Kellogg's was like, wait, we could be making money? Yeah, well, I could see that. I mean, they're a giant corporation, so... I mean, it's a waste product from them. Yeah. Um, it's, what, uh, cereal that doesn't look quite the same way or whatever, but, I mean, right. once you put that in a, a beer mash, it's not going to look any sort of yeah, way. Yeah, it's not going to matter. So somebody's using all the old Cocoa Pups. And the corn flax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the rice cribbies. Yes, exactly. You nailed it. But I'm okay with this. Like, yeah, I totally am okay. too. I think it's cool. And I mean, let's face it, how many times, at who's least the, at one who's point. Who's the brewery? Who's the brewery? Something Brothers, right? Oh, there we go. Oh, wait, go back down. Or back up, whatever. A little more. Oh, seven Brothers. Huh. A sustain- sustainably produced with recycled Kellogg's cornflakes. <laughs> upcycled. Mm. Upcycled Kellogg's. Yeah, upcycled. <laughs> you know, sling I, it out stout. Throw away IPA, cast off pale ale. Uh, I don't know. This is kind of fun. This yep, is good for them. Fairly funny. And congratulations. They get to say Rice Krispies and everything like on the cans because they got permission to. Right, and I was so, about to say, how many times have we seen like bad, especially of Kellogg's, bad IP ripoffs of can art from their brand specifically? So, so and now they know. can actually say we're in the space, cease and desist. Uh-huh. 
And yeah, if you uh, happen to be listening in the UK, you can go to the Tesco. So to get these that, that's interesting. So Seven three. Brothers is a Safford Greater Manchester, England yes. brewer. Yes. So that's an interesting wrinkle. Well, and I, I believe this doesn't necessarily 100% say this, but I believe this is just the UK facilities that are getting these. This is not US bound. So what are they doing? A little, I mean, like, I would imagine there's more U.S. waste than there is. Oh, it has to be. But, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe ours is so GMO. They're like, hey, no, we can't do anything with this. <laughs> it's not sustainable. Right. Exactly. We can't say sustainably produced. But no, Upcycled. at least, as, as far as I can tell, this is U.K. only, which I think is really cool. Meanwhile, you know, like, where's the Frosted Flakes beer? Like, what kind, you, of, what, what kind of beer would you think would Gross be? is what that would be. What about one of those weird white stouts? Sure. Or a brown. Okay. All right. It'd be like a sweet brown. That'd be gross. It'd be totally gross. I'm just throwing up on my mouth thinking about it. Frosted Flakes are so good, though. I mean, if you're... You might as well go ahead and do like a... Like a... Six, seven percent chocolate stout and call it Frosted Flakes and chocolate milk. Okay. Throw some lactose in it. All right. You get the Frosted Flake flavor. I'm in. Oh, I'm in. I'm going to throw up. And now as I've discussed it, everybody, are you guys ready for break? Please. We'll, we'll be, be back, back in 30. 30. Kill me. It's time for Buy No Buy. Jeff, how does that work? Buy No Buy is where we talk about the beer that we have been drinking throughout the show. Yes, we have been drinking beer. I know, it's hard to believe, isn't it? A, a craft beer-oriented uh, podcast where we've been drinking beer? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this I, for... I, for one, am shocked. We've been doing this for six years. But you never know. We still get new listeners occasionally. We do. We do. And every now and then we get uh, shout-outs for uh, people that have uh, tried to crib our name, which is always fun. We didn't actually trademark it, so, you know, I mean, I guess that whole, like, fight for your trade and all that kind of stuff. Like, well, Yeah, it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, it's not worth it. We don't have that kind of money. Um, but, yeah, we drink beer at the show, and then we talk about whether we like it or don't like it, buy it or would not buy it with our own dollars. Uh, first beer up for tonight, uh, local beer from Southern Range called Citratron, um, which is, it's got a lot of citra in it. It is a New England-style IPA. It is soft. Swaft. And uh, I like a little bit of this, uh, but I don't want any more than a sampler. So uh, I'm a, I'm a no buy on this one. Wells? I started out not really enjoying this, and then I kind of let it grow on me for a little while. Uh, at first, it was much more just that soft, but it, it built, and I ended up liking it. So I'll, I could do this. Josh? Here's the thing about Southern Range, like, do they make good New England IPAs? Because apparently I'm starting to think they do. I, or, or at least they can. They yeah, can. I mean, at least the ones we've had on the show, yep. have, I've enjoyed them. And, and again, like for me, because I don't care for the style in general. Right. I don't mind going there because I get a flight. Yes. And, you know, they usually have one or two things that are not the New England style. This right. They have a lot of this because they know it sells. But 
a couple couple different samplers of, of different, you know, and I'm good, man. I'm real good. And they do a lot of like fruit additions and uh, they love to do guava stuff. I love their guava stuff. Well, so they do milkshake well, but. Yeah, milk, milk, as we've learned, milkshake and New England are actually two different realms. And I'm more of a New England guy than I am a milkshake guy. Same. Yeah, I, the lactose, and, man. That's gross. I don't know. I'm just, I'm constantly surprised every time I try yep. one of their beers. I mean, at this point, you really shouldn't be surprised. They've been around for a couple of years You're now. You're right. I, I mean, shouldn't be, but I they, still They've am, got sadly. their legs, you know, yeah. and, you know. No, they, I mean, that's on me for not paying enough attention, I guess. Yeah. But it's good beer. Uh, next beer up. All right. So next up, um, I'll go ahead and talk about both. Yeah, go ahead and do these side by side. So uh, <clears throat> Coronado, who, you know, you talk about beers or breweries that I haven't seen in the market or haven't paid attention to for a hot minute. Yes. Um, there was a while that Coronado, like, I-, I tell you how old Coronado is for me. It's Vintner old. Okay. I get that. <laughs> you know, like the whole, like, I was this many days old. Yep. Like, I-, I was today days old. Like, yes. I was Vintner days old the last time I had a Coronado beer. <laughs> Um, which is to say about four, three to four years. Uh, so they did a, a, a pair of IPAs. One's called Rise East, and the other is called Set West. Rises in the East, sets the West. Um, and so it's a neat concept. I, I don't know that I remember a brewery putting out cans like this, but it's basically the same beer, but one has a their, their West Coast yeast, and then the other has London three yeast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one is going to be a little more, you know, East Coast. The other is going to be a little more West Coast. Uh, this Rise East, I did not care for it. Again, for all the other previous things, I'm just it's not. I, I liked parts of it, but again, like samplers as much as I wanted this. Okay. So we might as well do them both because they are kind okay. of meant to be um, the, done this yeah, way. Yeah. And, and the West Coast, uh, I liked better, but not enough to want to buy it. So it's a no buy on both for me. Well, I definitely like the Rise East better than the Set West. I'm a straight up no buy on the Set West. Rise East, it's a little. Um, I'll still no buy it. Yeah, Josh, I actually like both of these, and it was actually kind of fun. So yesterday, yeah. I did a side by side. I actually poured them into the same style of glass. Put them in the same glass, and you're like, "Oh, cool! It's the Midwest." Right. No, I put them, you know, in the same style glass and, you know, basically snifters and had them side by side and actually could kind of tell the differences between the two of them. I would like and Heather comes home them. and she's like, are you seriously drinking two glasses at the same time? Yes. Yes, yes I up, am. Man. It's called a tasting. Yeah, it's, it's a sophisticated. Tasting. You're not the boss of me, even though you are. Yeah, because I'm the king of the hassle when you're not around. But I actually really did like both of these beers. I was pleasantly surprised because... Like you, Jeff, I cannot remember the last time I bought a beer from these guys. And I thought... Oh. It was Bomber years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember when Bombers were the big This thing? is not going to be good. Uh, but I actually like both the East and the West Coast version of it. Now, do I like the West Coast more than, say, you know, two of the West Coast IPAs that we just had on the last show? Probably not. So I'm going to have to no-buy it on that principle. But the East, East Coast one, I still would buy if they made it alone. Cool. All right, next beer up. Next beer up uh, from Shelby, North Carolina. Uh, the good folks there over at... Um, damn, my brain just shut off. Um, Newgrass. Newgrass, thank yes. you. Munkiller, um, or Mind Killer. Yes, as we discovered today. Yeah, I'm like, Josh sent me a picture, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to need some help on that last one there. I cannot figure this one out. I'm putting in MDK, MNDK. I'm like, 
Is it like, uh, uh, was it Founders had that DKL? Yeah. DKML. Yeah, DKML. DKML. Like, it's not like that. It's not KM, coming up. KMFDM. Yeah. Oh, you ate one too. It's, uh, it is a DDH double IPA called Mind Killer, and it's 8.8%. So, like, when you're going to call your beer Mind Killer, I'm expecting things. I did not get things. Okay. Not to mention, I really wasn't crazy about the beer. Um, I like some of Newgrass's stuff. This one is just okay. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big wet blanket this this episode. It's no buy for me. Ma, 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 ma. How about you, Wells? I liked it. I thought it was fine. Uh, super smooth for 8.8. .8. It's a little at the uh, more extreme end of things for the you know, hazy IPA segment. I, I enjoyed this one. So, uh, I'll be looking out for another batch. Josh, where are you? Yeah, this is, uh, <clears throat> one of the ones that, so we talked about samples. Uh, so I did sample the, let's see, what did I sample? So I did both the East and West. I did this and then the one from, uh, burial. Oh, right. Okay. From last show. Yeah. Uh, this one out of all of them was probably my favorite. I thought it really stood out. I, it, it, Like Well said, it's kind of on the extreme edge of the New England style, but man, it's good. So huge buy for me. So still still, uh, still buy on it. Okay. Yep. Cool. Final beer Final up. beer up. Um, thanks to Wells for bringing a, a can of the Highwire 10W40, but not just any 10W40. This is the Palo Santo 10W40. Um which, so I've got some of the uh, Palo Santo Barone uh, from Dogfish, and I actually just had one of those this weekend. Actually, last night, I guess. And um, I don't get, I don't feel like I'm getting the Palo Santo as much through this as I would like, but it is still very, very good. It is still 10W40. You know, shorter than putting a horchata 10W40 out, Although that maple one was kind of weird. Um, more often than not, 10W40 is a hit rather than a miss. I like this one. Um, it's good. I'm a buy. Wells? Super smooth. Um, Palo Santo. I mean, I, I know that primarily from the Palo Santo Marone from Dogfish Head. That's the strong ale that they age in these giant Palo Santo vats. This is the first time that I've remembered seeing at least uh, or had... Remember having a Palo Santo aged beer besides that dogfish. This is tasty. Yeah. I mean, you take a a strong beer in 10W40. I mean, strong in that it's quality. Yes. And then you just hit the nail on the head in terms of like wood age. Uh, this is a huge buy for me. Super smooth chocolate milk, eight percent. All about it, Josh. Yeah, totally. This is damn delicious. And now I know there's somebody out there besides dogfish that can work with these same barrels. Which, and especially it's high wire, that makes me even more excited. This yeah. could be just spiles, I think. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's very true. But just that wood in general, like, yeah, it just says aged on on the wood. It doesn't, you know, like I don't know that they're gonna have big vats like dogfish does. Yeah, which would make sense. I don't but think anybody's gonna have those. Yeah, fair. Totally. Damn, fair. that's good. All right, Jeff, it's time for I Tap That. So I Tap That is where we talk about our favorite beer from the show and the one we would like to have a keg of for consumption at our home premises. Uh, seeing as how I only bought the 10W40, I will be tapping the 10W40. Uh, not because it's the only thing, but also it's 
pretty yeah. good. Yeah, you were kind of a, a, a grump this episode. You know, like, when you bring me, and I say bring me, like, you know, whatever, but... Um, bring me, boy! Bring me. Yes. Yes, a bunch of New Englands, I know. It's, yeah, it, it's, yeah, I know. When I it's know. all a bunch of hazy stuff, like... I know, you know, I know. It, it's, sometimes they work. Right. And but, that's but like, kind of where I've realized, yeah. like, they kind of work with you yeah. now versus six months ago, a year ago, but... That's well, why they're I don't getting they're, the the quality is getting better. Yes. There are better ones out there. Yes. You're not you're not typically bringing garbage on the show except for today. And you know, like threading that needle, <laughs> threading that needle is real fine. And I've also figured out for myself that, like, I, I enjoy the flavor of it, but just a small amount of it. Right. And too much of it, and it just like I don't. It just it gets too cloying for me. I don't like it. All right. Fair enough. But ten W forty for me. Wells Palo Santo. Oh yeah, it's got to be the Palo Santo for me. I mean. I thought the mind killer could give it a little run for its money. I'm honestly surprised that it did. I, I'm on my second four pack of Palo Santo in a week. Yeah. So I, I love that. Thing. Josh. Despite what Jeff thinks, we had some bangers in this episode. I mean, honestly, that mind killer is really good. Mm-hmm. The Citratron, I think is really damn good. It grew on me, but sure. I think it's damn good. Uh, you guys didn't like the other ones, but Hey, whatever. That's, your opinion you can be wrong sometimes but it, it always it, happens man it's it's still got to be the 10w40 i mean it's one of my favorite beers ever to begin with and then you age it on this wood how how can i turn that down so you'd be a fool yeah exactly all right we're at the end of the show now where are we at come find us on the interwebs go to craftbeercast.com check out our links uh, we have a link to our patreon uh links to our i think we got a link to our facebook even uh, we got an Instagram, I think, maybe that was. We do, and I actually have it working again, so okay. maybe I should start posting shit on there. Crazy maybe. idea, right? I mean, it's not like it would be hard for you to go to the website, pull down the picture, and dump it up on the Instagram. I don't know what you're talking about. Or, uh, or you know, we could actually have make Wells have a job. Wells doesn't <laughs> want to do anything. You know this, and I know this. Well, fuck it, what you did. He brings the he brings the beer that we tap. That's true. <laughs> That's his job. But, uh, yeah, come check us out. Uh, look, if you want to reach out to us, uh, email, if that's your flavor, contact at craftbeercast.com. Uh, otherwise, at CBcast on the Twitter as well. What about you? You can find me on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter, at all the wells, one word, Josh. You can follow me on Twitter, at JoshCBC. Don't as forget. As opposed to, like, the two-word Twitter handles. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. And I can't think of anything else. So we will talk to you guys next Thursday.